In May 2011, two high school friends and self-identifying film buffs saw the movie Thor together in theaters. These men promptly went their separate ways and mysteriously didn't communicate for a decade. Today, still obsessed with movies, they reunite as podcasters of fortune with a mission to tackle the movies and debates they missed out on for 10 years. On this podcast, there are always... Catching Up. So, All right. So, <laughs> hey guys. Hey, we're we're immediately going back in time. I've caught I've caught Daniel on the run right now, and I'm like, hey, we have to go back. We have to go back to 2011, and we have to talk about these films. And by these films, I mean Fright Night and Conan the Barbarian. Guess what? I feel like I'd be the one chasing you down. No, no, no. I cha- I'm chasing you down, all right? Because I've had too much to drink, and I cannot drive this car, which, by the way, that's a lie. I'm 100% sober right now. But I'm just so amped and pumped up to talk about this. He's in tears right now for how excited he is about this. Can you guys believe we are taking this DeLorean back to 2011? I believe August. Daniel, am I correct? Yes, it's August. Yes, it's August. 2011? <laughs> yes. So, guys... Welcome to Catching Up with Aaron and Daniel. I'm Aaron. He's Daniel. I swear he didn't just find out that his cat died. He is just so excited. I don't know. About the fact that we are going back in time to talk about these. I can't wait. Daniel, let's make this baby hit 88 miles per hour. So All right. Some serious All right. shit. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I I've not I've not laugh cried in a while, so thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that was the high point of this episode. Yeah, all downhill from here. It is. It is. Okay. Oh damn. All right. So uh, we are out of the the time machine, Aaron. It is what did August. I do? What did I do? Why are we here? Why? I mean, one of these movies is okay, but why? You're you're the one who suggested it. This I suggested is... this just because it was the worst movie I'd ever seen up to this point. Okay, all so. right. So it's August 2011. We're talking about Fright Night and Conan the Barbarian, two remakes. Or well, the first one's a remake. Co- do you want to? Is Conan go in? Which one do you want to talk about? First? Let's do Fright Night first. Let's okay. let's. Um. So anyway, but anyway, old news time. It's old. It, old there's there, old there's not a lot of old. There's not a lot of old news this time. But um. Uh. So. In, in mid to late August of 2011, uh, it was reported that Bruce Willis was in talks for G.I. Joe Retaliation, um, which he would wind up being in and was actually pretty good in it. Um, he was like, really, only it was, good things about it. It was one of the last times that he like actually cared. This was right. I, I feel like we're at the tail end of Bruce Willis not being in straight to video films. Yeah. No, the, that came out 2012. So that was like the, the last year because that was Looper year. Yep. So it, that, that, that was the, the, the last year where, where Bruce Willis gave a damn. And, <laughs> and, this, and this goes to uh, to the link you sent me this morning. Yes, or the last, Razzies. Last that I read the, this morning. So yes, the, the Razzies have a entire category devoted to the, what, seven or so straight-to-video movies that um, 
you, you can't even call them straight to video anymore, really. Like VOD. VOD, yeah. So yeah, he had seven of them, Bruce Wells well, last year. Well, so, write that write that man a check, because what I hear is that he doesn't do any of those movies for less than a million. So he has to have like tax problems or something. He just doesn't care anymore. He's getting residuals from everything. So I mean, he's a guy who doesn't need to work anymore. So yeah. I mean, unless he has tax 20, problems. <laughs> I don't think he's Nicolas Cage. So I don't think I don't think he has money issues. So um, I think he's right. just a guy who I think he's just a guy who's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And if I do have to do this, you're gonna pay me a lot of money. So <laughs> So second second old news item. Uh, it was reported that World War Z was given an initial release date of December 2012, but it actually wouldn't come out until June 2013. I've never so, seen that. Neither have I. That's probably going to go on the list. So because the... did you ever read the book? I, I listened to the audiobook, which was pretty it was pretty good. It had a really good cast. I think Mark Hamill might have been in it. I think Henry Rollins was a voice in that as well. Um, but yeah. So th- this was actually the, the biggest news item that I could, f- could could find because the Wayback Machine website was wasn't really agreeing with going back to August 2011. <laughs> so, rough time. It so it was really it was really hard to find uh, articles from then. Um, but it was reported in August of 2011 that Disney had decided to cancel the Lone Ranger movie starring uh, Johnny Depp and Army Hammer over concerns about its ballooning budget which i had never i don't remember hearing this back in 2011 that it was just outright canceled um over its budget uh, but eventually within two months a a deal was made to resume production on the movie um and it eventually came out in june I, 2013 so so that was that was a movie that i watched one day because it was on at my parents place yeah it wasn't nearly as bad as i thought it was gonna be aside from you know johnny depp playing a native american character and yeah but, uh i mean that's on that's probably not even the worst part about it now with uh, everything that's coming out about army hammer so and johnny depp <laughs> so. hey that johnny depp was pretty much clear to that stuff it's all on the, the amber heard camp so but now, now he just does uh, the but he cologne, did get, co- cologne commercials. He did get recast in Harry Potter, right? It's Mads Mickelson now. Yes. Should so. just kept, they should have just kept it as Colin Farrell. <laughs> wait, wait, was have, so have three different people played that, that role? So <laughs> in the first movie, it's Colin Farrell, and then it's revealed that it's Johnny Depp. So it's him, like, in the disguise playing oh. a different character, and then it's revealed that he's Grindelwald, oh, okay. Johnny Depp. Okay. And then second one, it's that, and then I guess because of all of the stuff between him and Amber Heard, it's switched around. So Okay. But, yeah, the movie, so The Lone Ranger, which I guess you, you've seen, I haven't seen. It, it, it did come out, um, and <laughs> this the, the early 2010s were not good for Disney. Um, no. No, they, uh, like, I didn't they like I don't, I don't think they knew what they were wanting to do necessarily with and it was also around this time too that they were doing all the live action stuff which unfortunately we're still having to watch well that didn't the, the live action stuff i don't think that started for a few more years because that because of what well, because of what was happening in the early 2010s is like they were making movies like lone ranger which only made 80 Wonder Wonder Rain come out um 
was that was that the first one no no they did one. cinderella i know that that was later. oh there, there was there was the great power there was the oz movie um that that's not a cartoon i'm not I'm talking the like the re, the remakes of their cartoons so uh C- cinderella was 2015 what was alice in wonderland though alice in wonderland 2010 okay all right so, so that was that was the start of all of the start okay of- so that yeah so but they hadn't i don't think they'd figured out that that was going to be their thing going forward because like at the time you have lone ranger which only made uh 89 million domestically um and 260 million worldwide over a reported budget of 215 million so they were right the first time <laughs> should have just canceled it um for, especially a movie that no one wanted so that that went into like the same bin as like um uh the what was the mars movie john carter john carter like stuff like that it, it wasn't even called of mars yeah it was just john carter so so yeah that, that was yeah not not a great when did was prince of persia a disney movie no it wasn't that's a video that, that was a video game i know i know but they made a movie i don't think that was disney okay all right another movie yeah. i've never seen so <laughs> i saw that at a drive-in i think okay i think so but but yeah Lone Ranger should should have stayed canceled. So, <laughs> all right. So, on to the main event. Uh, first movie, Here Fright we go. Night. Fright Night, uh, starring Colin Farrell, the late Anton Yelchin, and uh, to my surprise, while I was watching this movie, uh, David Tennant. Yes. Um, so uh, a definite highlight for this movie. Well, here. Okay. So, <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah, I agree. He was a great addition, but but also you could have got done without his character. Like it, it feels like no, kind of no. this. What was that character in the original? It he so in the original it's a he's not like a magician. He hosts a, a show called Fright Night. Same thing. Okay. So they just have this guy who's going to. They're like, oh, we need to talk to an expert type of thing, and. So it's an older, like, Van Helsing-esque character. In- okay. But also you have to remember at the time where we're at right now in 2011, um, Chris Angel was a really big thing. Yeah. Um, Mind Freak. So yeah. I mean, have, you know, when he pulls off the wig, I thought well, that, was a, that was a great little bit as well. Well, here's the thing. Like, when I was watching it, there's the thing at the start where his show's playing on TV. Like, yes. So I, I just thought it was like, just like a joke i didn't i didn't know that that was actually going to turn into a thing in the movies like oh okay so real quick so real quick while we're talking about the very beginning of this movie yeah i think the beginning of this it is just as far as uh, a horror movie setup and just an opening scene i thought was incredibly well done and i like the music i like the music that was playing it made Catherine feel so uncomfortable at the very beginning when he goes and he's hiding under the bed and he's getting the, the keys out of his dad's pocket. And they've got the, they've got the shot where he's like this, his dad's behind him. And you just see the, the body getting pulled. Wow, yeah. Just so good. Just, I, I got a very big kick out of that. I forgot about that scene. Um, one thing that I do want to talk about with all of this is that okay. not only in 
where we were dealing with a lot of remakes at the time, but this mm. is also at the height of the 3D craze. Yeah. There, <laughs> there's so like there's... two shots in like the entire movie and they're so, not even vital. They're like passing... Well, that's that's another thing with all of this. Is yeah. It's not, but there is... I have the, the Blu-ray here. There is... It says the best use of 3D since Avatar is what it literally says. On who's who's quoted? Who's the quote from? It is Matt Whitfield from Yahoo Movies. Okay, Matt. <laughs> I think I think that this is a very fun horror movie. Yeah, I, I and I, I feel that a lot of the comedy sticks. Uh, McLovin is in this movie as well. Oh, yeah, that, I was I was surprised. Oh, so this was the other movie he was in. <laughs> so. I, you didn't? Did you ever see Role Models? Oh, oh no. Okay, I forgot about that. I, but I haven't, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen. I, have I've seen. seen Kick-Ass? He's in Kickass. <laughs> okay. All right. I. I. It, it, I have not watched the first Kickass. He's, he's, he's Mark Strong. So long. He's Mark Strong's son in Kickass. Okay. All right. I don't totally no. forgot. So, but no, I, I was not expecting him to be in that. So it was like, oh, hey, McLovin. So, so with this, I think it's cool that there's not really a mystery who who the vampire is. Where yeah, I just immediately thrown in being, hey, it's it's Colin Farrell, who I feel gives a very charismatic uh, performance as a villain. I feel he's a, he's a lot of fun. The the love interest in this movie. Um, I cannot remember the actress's name. Yeah. But she's in another film that I also really enjoy with, uh, is it, with, with Anton um, called Green Room. Okay. That has Patrick Stewart in as well. Yeah. And yeah. so when I watched it, I was just like, oh, like, cause I had, I haven't seen this movie since it came out. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, they're, they're together in, in Green Room as, as well. So I thought, I thought that was very interesting it's just I, I, know, I, th- I thought i thought her character there wasn't really much to her she's just there there's, there's she's just along for the ride yeah but it's you know damsel in distress type yeah. of thing had to have to have the girl in there it was it was funny seeing um baby franco in this as well so for, yeah yeah like what, do you remember the first time you you, you remember encountering Dave franco <laughs> 21 jump street same <laughs> which, which i guess which i guess isn't the case i guess it was this yeah so. but no no i like when i watched 21 jump street for the first time i spent i had no idea who he was so i spent the entire movie going man this guy really was really trying really hard to be james franco like man, i thought boy. i thought he was that, that was the vibe he had i had no idea he was his brother so yeah. i just thought he was just trying to like posture like like James Franco. That, that's what I thought the entire movie. And then Dave Franco on the credits. And lo and behold, he's Franco. <laughs> yes. But this, I feel that this movie does, I know horror isn't really your thing. No. But like I said, that opening shot, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed. I also really enjoy when he's trying to save his neighbor and they're just going around his house and he's obviously he knows that they're there he's just messing with them and because he knows what's gonna happen when they go outside and that was that was a big surprise too with her just immediately like oh yeah 
I was, I was like, I, yeah, that was a, a no oh. shit moment for me. It's like, oh wow, the, was not expecting that. Um, I also enjoy enjoyed the car when they're trying to get to Vegas and they're after the house explodes mm-hmm. as they're they're going away from him and the the circular shots throughout the as as the the car chase scene or mm-hmm. and then the the actor who hits them who Colin Farrell kills um uh Prince Humperdinck from Prince Bride he is the voice of uh Jack Skellington in The Nightmare Before Christmas he is also the character that Colin Farrell plays in the original Fright Night oh okay so that that's a nice little like hey here you go for everybody that's watched that but I don't I don't I don't necessarily know if there's a lot to say about this one other than it's fun it Mm -hmm. can definitely make the rotation for Halloween if you want to put on a just a fun little horror movie but definitely not the definitely not the worst thing I've seen. And as far as because <laughs> that's coming. Um, and I I honestly felt that a lot of the the CG in it didn't date horribly. Um, I can't remember a lot of the CG lot, off the top of my head. A lot of the transformations that he has, mm-hmm. he's completely computer generated with it. So, but, so, so some, some some notes I got. I, I liked like you talk about the opening scene. I really really liked that. I like how it, it kind of kind of contrasted the mundanity of the suburbs with this horror thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really really good counterbalance or whatever you want to call it. Um, I <laughs> I want a smash cut of movie characters or TV characters saying uh that's that's fiction or th- that's a movie this is real life I, I i always like that when that line gets dropped in a movie it's, this, a, it's a drink it's a drinking game <laughs> that's uh i can't remember who said it in the movie but i wrote that down that that's fiction this is real it's like i want to smash cut of that um but like i like you said the movie the movie gets into it really quick and i liked that like i like that mclovin's character is ahead of everyone else though you you, you don't you it doesn't tell you how he got on that guy's trail or anything, just that he did somehow and put the pieces together. And then all, all Anton Yeltsin's character has to do is just watch some videos on the computer and he sold. It's like, okay, all right. So it, it was a nice thing to uh, kick, get, get the story going. I, I, think that's, I think that's one thing that really works for this movie is it's very well paced and it's just it it knows what it is and it's not trying to be more it's just like we're just going to take you on this ride and at the end of it it's it's done it you know it's one of the it's another nice thing about this time period too is it was before they were just like we have to make a franchise we have to lead Mm -hmm. to something else it's just like here's this nice little fun like i would imagine 90 minute standalone standalone movie that you could put on so Uh what else? Yeah, uh, just another random note. Budweiser, the official beer of killer vampires. <laughs> speaking of speaking of product placement, I remember seeing this, and it was one of the big takeaways in uh, McLovin's room and Anton's room. He's got Magic the Gathering posters, and I'm a geek and I play Magic the Gathering, so I noticed that when I watched it the first time, and then going back and watching it now, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that there were Magic posters in this because that's how you tell if somebody's a geek is they play a card game. <laughs> um I, I I would watch a TV show about David Tennant's character. Yes. 
I would definitely do that. Like, I would go. I would go see a stage show. Of it. <laughs> like if he if he was playing in Vegas, I would be there. But no, he he was he was a fun character um, that had a had had history with the the the, the bad guy. Um, they don't really get into it too much, but you know that enough to help convey that they have they have history together. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I he's a fun addition, but like. You could have like taken it out. I think you could have. It's it's because there's that character in in the original. Yeah, and, and it also it keeps it away from being just teens versus. I mean, he doesn't. He, honestly, he doesn't do a whole lot. He's there for <laughs> he's there for set pieces. But yeah, I'm, I'm fine with a much more interesting character as opposed to them being like, "Hey, we have to go grab this MacGuffin." Yeah. And you know, have it be for set pieces. So, McLovin being in anything resembling an action sequence is funny to me. Like he he gets a fight scene. Like that's his hair really bothered me in that scene. <laughs> I felt like it changed a couple times. I don't know if they had to do reshoots or if it was the the makeup, but I felt like his hair was longer in some shots in the same in the same sequence. Okay, I felt like his hair was longer in some shots and then shorter. And I don't know that. It might just be me. So. I, I don't remember. Um, I did when the movie was over and the name Tom Holland came up uh, in the credits. I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I was very confused. Is, is Baby Tom Holland in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I really? didn't know there was two two Tom Hollands okay. in Hollywood. So I thought that was that was I got a kick out of that. The the movie ending with Anton Yelchin. And his girlfriend about to about to have sex in David Tennant's room was really weird. Like, what? They're, they're I know bro, your house got bro. blown up, but bro, he doesn't. He doesn't have a house. <laughs> he, and he's like, "Hey, man, I got you covered. Got you covered, man. Here you go. Have fun. I'm not looking. Don't do anything I wouldn't do." What does he say? Because the line's pretty funny at the end of that movie. He's like, "Don't do anything I wouldn't do," and then he says something that it's not something that you would particularly hear in that. I cannot remember. I don't remember. Should have. I should have made a note, but I did laugh at that. Don't remember at all. But um, it's it's an it's an enjoyable movie. Um, harmless. Um, I, like again, Anton Yelchin was really good as an actor. Um, I really liked him in the. What's the movie he did with Robert Charlie Bartlett? Did you ever watch Charlie Bartlett? I didn't. I haven't seen that one. Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. Uh. So you should you should really check that out. It was a really good high school movie. Like really so good. We watched we watched this and then we also watched Only Lovers Left the Only Lovers Left Alive shortly after this. It's another vampire film with Anton in it. And it's also got Tom Hiddleston and oh my god, of course I'm drawing a blank on her name. Tilda Swinton is in okay. it as well. And it's just I don't know, he's in he's in two good vampire flicks. And it's it's a shame that we that we lost him, and especially the way that we did lose him. Yeah, he was no, his, his was like the first like celebrity death that like um, kind of hit me. Like I wasn't like a huge Anton Yelton fan. No, but uh, but like he was twenty seven. He's he was he was a super talented actor who died in a freak accident. Yeah, and it's it's a real shame because he 
had such a promising career and you know thank i mean luckily we get to have the movies that yeah. he was in and it's a it's a shame that we you know we have that what if now but i don't know i every, everything i've seen him in i've really enjoyed and mm-hmm. i don't know maybe maybe we'll get around to uh you know, i mean you mentioned uh, the charlie batliff movie maybe we can uh watch green room when it gets there I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you watching horror movies on this on this that, show. That, that's that's white supremacists, right? Yes. Patrick uh, Stewart Patrick Stewart as a white supremacist. So, yay! <laughs> man, at, the, at this oh man, now I'm not I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. So anyway, um, oh, have you seen the trailer for Picard season two? Um, I have. I haven't watched Picard season one. Oh. And, and I'm just like, man, like, come on, Whoopi, you have to say some dumbass shit right before Picard uh, <laughs> season two. Yeah, you 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 need to get on season one, man. Um, got to. It's not, I just hear, it's not I just phenomenal. It's like, I just hear it's like fan fiction for it. I'll watch it when it's all wrapped up. I don't have Paramount Plus, so it's only five dollars. Get get the free get the free trial. Watch the first season. There, there are shows that one like I'm, I'm having to watch. Which, by the way, person of interest, like Catherine, is pumped about us watching that together. She loves that show, which I discovered. So, how far into it are you? I've watched two episodes. Two episodes. So. Okay. That's well. Our person of interest episode is two episodes away. So. <laughs> hey, you got this. So, okay. so where were we? Uh, Anton, fun Anton, yeah. R.I.P. Yes, I give it. I give it three out of five. Okay, stars. Are we are we doing stars or are we doing letter grades? Um, okay, letter letter grades. Letter grade. Um, give it. A, I give it. I give it a B. Give it a just a middle of the road B. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna give it a B minus or anything. Oh, uh, B minus. I was gonna say B minus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe like 82 percent, which is enough for a B. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's it. It's a har- good, harmless movie. Would I watch it again? Probably not. It's it's one of the, it's one of those ones that I mean, there's very there's a handful of horror movies that you can just put on and be like, hey, this is fun and take it for what it is. And this is one of them. And I feel like this is one that could, like I said, if I'm making a recommendation to somebody to, if this was on a streaming service or anything around halloween it's like yeah put it on also watch the original because the original is great as well i love the original more than i like this one but what's the thing about this movie that dates it for you what's the thing that says oh yeah this movie came out in august 2011 <laughs> i don't know was was there something specific for you or the, uh, foster the people's pumped up kicks playing okay <laughs> that was like and and uh i think the girlfriend drives around a, a beetle <laughs> so okay so going back to pete was it peacemaker that was talking about pumped up kicks yeah, it was Peacemaker because they were talking about it's like it's about school shootings. Like, so I, I thought it was funny that I, I would watch that episode and then, you know, hearing it on this. So, yeah, I didn't I did, I did have the realization about what that song was about until recently. So, oh, that, really? like, oh, we, 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 we part, this was a party song, basically. <laughs> I mean, hold on. I have to, I have to check and I have to make sure that I get a, a name correctly on this. Okay, so I funny song or funny bit about that song. I'm in a locker room at Ohio Valley Wrestling. It's when I'm training to wrestle, and um, I am uh, 
you can show pictures of this for this so you can see who these people are. Um, Jesse Godders and Rob Terry are having a discussion about that song. And they and he's just like, Do you know what this is about? He's Jesse's talking to to Rob. These guys are huge, just jack jack dudes. Like, no, I have no idea what the song's about. And I'm just like, it's about school shootings. And he's like, what? <laughs> and just you know, I got bonus points with with Jesse for knowing about this, but just seeing the, the expression on Rob Terry's face, and I cannot wait for you. But here, Google Rob Terry real quick. I want you to see, like, look at how big <laughs> this guy is. Rob, Rob Terry. Is it just T E R R Y? Yep. Rob Terry, professional wrestler. <laughs> yep, that, he, he's a big dude. Yep. <laughs> And just just him like losing his mind about finding out that was about that school shootings. So yeah, you, you you put a upbeat, you know, catchy tune to to and you you, you completely glosses over. <laughs> you have no idea what you're listening to. Yeah, I mean, you should listen to Semi Charm Life by Blink One Eighty Two as well. See what that one's about. Getting pop radio play. It's the best. All right. <laughs> But here we go. This is you mentioned the main event earlier. This is the main event. This is what we've been waiting for to talk about since we started this show. It's my way of getting back at everyone and making them watch this giant piece of shit. I'm sorry, I for, for using for using more, but Conan the Barbarian 2011, starring Jason Momoa. Which, by the way, real quick, this is why I bought physical media for this. Please snap. It won't snap because it's bound in hellfire. I'm bending this thing like crazy and it will not break. You know why? Because this movie is just going to be curse you know, all of us for the rest of our lives. Look at this. I thought it would snap. I thought it was cool, but no, that's all. That's all I did to it. It won't break. I should have bought a pair of scissors. Here I am, but you know what? Fine. There it is. I'm going to have it be a chew toy for Zeus. This movie is garbage. This movie is absolute absolute garbage this is the worst thing that we're going to watch on this thing until maybe jupiter ascending but you know what at least jupiter ascending wasn't a property that i grew up loving so no this movie is absolute garbage it's got ron perlman in it i love ron perlman but so the first 15 minutes of this movie they do in five minutes in the original one. When I put this movie on, I was like, how the hell is this movie almost two hours long? We yeah. watched Fright Night, which we talked about being like well-paced and knowing what it was. Conan had no business being a two-hour movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Okay. But yeah, the very beginning of <laughs> the, the original movie, this is me going on a huge rant. This is why it's going to take so long, was five minutes. Him them doing the sword him talking to his dad and learning about crom riddle of steel all of that five minutes done montage awesome there's no stupid chase where kid conan wrecks three people it's like why why am i supposed to give a shit about you at all if you can do all of this already as mm -hmm. a child go ahead <laughs> that's that's me with my, my 15 minute rant with that or the the first 15 minutes of this movie I like I, I took notes, but um <laughs> this movie just like went in one ear and out the other. Like I could not commit anything to memory as it was happening. It's like it's, it's like first off, uh Morgan Freeman, how much 
did, how much Un- did they pay Un- Morgan Freeman? Uncredited voiceover for that. I I totally forgotten that he'd done this. Um, in in the original, also the the mono, the monologue at the very beginning of it, it does the, it does pretty much the exact same thing, except it's a much condensed version and doesn't give you exposition in it. Okay, it's just you know here's the time that we're in and tells you who Conan is real quick. And then it's just like, let me tell you the days of high adventure. That's it. We're off rolling and we see what happens. But yeah, I was absolutely blown away. I mean, again, it goes to with actors, just write me a check. He didn't have to be there. He probably knocked that out in one city. So yeah, I think it, it, I think it, it took him less time to record that than it is for me to talk about how much I hate this movie. <laughs> and he's getting paid. Yeah, he's winning. I'm doing oh, here, it wrong. Here, here's my thing: is like, okay, so there was an expo- there was exposition in the original. So my my barely. thing is barely, huh? barely. Okay, barely. Okay. I mean, it's just here's the setting. Okay, Conan, you know, destined to wear the crown. Here he is, and it's like I'm I'm his chronicle. Let me tell you the days of high adventure. Night. Music starts. We're off to the races. All right. So I think I think we've talked about this maybe, um, but like, if you're starting your movie. <laughs> with exposition with a monologue from some unseen voice or from a character itself having to explain the world (laughs) or just having to explain what's basic about your world you're fighting a losing battle already um i like i can't i could i can't tell you the mythology of this movie i can't tell you character names it just well okay (laughs) so on top of that too we don't know in in the original movie when Conan's, we don't see his mom get killed. Like he's not born on a battlefield oh, or oh, anything. Oh, hey, a pregnant woman being stabbed in a battle is a heck of a way to start a movie. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, that, ugh, ugh. So, so that happened. And I, so that this that's another thing with this, is this movie is just like over the top violent for the sake of being over the top violent. Yeah. Um, not, none of it. And also it doesn't feel like anything has weight when it's like that. But so we don't know why the villain in the original movie is, is coming there. He's just there to wreck shop. Mm-hmm. Um, kills, kills the entire village. There's no, I, the I love you son drove me insane when when Ron Perlman said that. I'm just like, you're freaking barbarians. I'm like, why why? That that whole bit and uh, so bad. <laughs> That's, so and then so the again it's villains going to get a MacGuffin. Yeah. In in the original one, villages villages destroyed, and Conan and some other kids are put into slavery. Not hey, just magically went off and got to you know live for twenty years by my by myself and become this rollicking guy. It's like no, it's like he was a slave and then started uh, going into uh, pretty much like gladiatorial combat. And then he just started winning, and then that's why they let him go. It's because he became a champion. There's no like really nobody else for him to fight. Okay. And in this, it's, and in this, it's just set piece. Oh, here I am making 
making quibs. And that's that's another thing that drives me insane about this. It's like, why are you just- Yeah, that, that, that was one thing I, I remember thinking is like, this is nothing but set pieces, really. Yeah. And, and the, tone, the tone is so off too. None of the comedy works. Um, him and him and the lead, the female actress doesn't don't have any chemistry together. Okay, so I, I find it find it funny that, that this movie came out the same year as Thor, because this kind of shares some elements with Thor, except one is actually like has two relatively talented actors as yeah. one who, as much as I you know I like Jason Momoa, not a great actor, but this this has a worse romance than Thor. Yes, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> And the uh, the incest angle in this has a uh, a much a much higher chemistry. Did you not get that with Rose McGowan and her dad when she's trying to like rub up all on him, make Catherine feel super uncomfortable? Did not. Nope. No, didn't, Never. Catch, didn't catch that. Yeah, like I said, it, this uh, uh, it's it's really bad. This movie is just really bad. Um, also, there's never a bit where. Again, I'm just going to keep comparing this to the original, which yeah. obviously I, I have to do. There's no part in it where he has any real heat on him, where it's just you, you never see him down at any point. At one point in the original, um, he's going after Thulsa Doom, who, by the way, is the... Okay, so you really should go and watch the original Conan. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Earl Jones is the villain. I hope that's oh, a selling well, point for you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's amazing soundtrack on that, but just and none of the side characters. I couldn't again, like you said, you didn't know names. At one point, the thief who has the the eye patch. I think when he's getting freed at the very beginning of it, he's not wearing the eye patch. So I thought it was a gimmick for him. And then later on, he's still got the eye patch on just but he has there's no point where he's like down and out at one point in the original he goes after the villain it fails and he gets crucified he he dies pretty much and his love interest has to sacrifice herself to mm. make it make a deal with the gods pretty much to save his life and in this it's just like nope we're up um, oh, pirates are coming after us where we could pretty much wreck the crew and barely get away type of thing. Nope, we're up. And it's just, oh, it's so bad, man. And with the, the thing that also irks me about this is we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones and we have Jason Momoa in the exact same year mm -hmm. playing a barbarian and just coming off like a complete badass. And in this one, not so much. The, I thought, I thought the scene where Conan and his friends or whatever like push the push the boulders down to take out oh, the his slavers. posse, his posse to get rid of the slavers. I thought, oh yeah, let, let's unleash these uncontrollable boulders that could potentially also harm the people you're trying to rescue. Yeah, like and, that, <laughs> and then then on top of that, it's just like, oh hey, all these uh these freed female slaves just with their uh with their tits out and everything. Oh, I'm yeah. sure that, you know, you were a slave and everything were probably like, you know, possibly sexually assaulted on multiple occasions. You're just going to go and start hooking up with, <laughs> with the guys that freed you. We're here to party now. We're, we're free. Like just. And then you have the just 
Skinamax level sex scene in the middle of this movie. Oh, it's the other thing is this this actress, I cannot remember her name. She's in the mist. I thought she was great in the mist, but she's also in another remake of a movie that I genuinely like that I hate the remake of, and that's Clash of the Titans with with Sam Worthington. Rachel Nichols. Yeah. Just oh man. This movie's so bad. And I you had you had pop probably the best review of it when you sent me the text message after you watched it. I think you were just like, well, that was a movie. And <laughs> being, that was that was sci-fi original levels of bad. And yes. the I just I don't I don't understand it when you make when you make movies like this that just tarnish an IP and when you could just literally put out the original. It's a hell of a lot cheaper for you. There are people that will watch it and you're not really losing anything as opposed to this that you spent how much money on and just absolutely flops. Well, let's look. Conan the Barbarian. I laughed at Bob Sapp being one of the henchmen. I don't know who that is. The big black guy. He's in Longest Yard as well. Oh, okay. So this this had a budget, according to Box Office Mojo, uh, of ninety million dollars. Ninety million dollars, and how much did it make? Uh, domestically twenty one million, uh, worldwide okay. sixty three. Okay. So just, did, didn't just even down, just down thirty million on it, and made it to where there will probably be a never or there will never be another Conan movie at all because of this. We're never gonna get uh, like old old Arnold King Conan. Hey, we're getting him as Zeus at the Super Bowl, so I'm excited about that. Well, yeah, that's wait. Is that just gonna is that Zeus thing just like a Super Bowl it, thing? Yeah, it's just it's just gonna be a commercial. Oh, I, I don't trust I don't trust anything that comes out that we didn't know about beforehand until the Super Bowl's over. Did, did you do you remember the year? Ads. Do you remember the year? Crocodile that, Dundee. Um, is that the one you're talking about? No, no, no. Uh, the okay. year that Matthew Broderick did a commercial that was supposed to be like Ferris Bueller. I, I vaguely remember that. The one that I remember is Danny McBride doing the. They were talking about doing the like Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, Matt yeah. I remember that. All it was was just a commercial to go visit Australia. Yeah, they, 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 like they said, they, they did the same thing with Matthew Broderick. They teased it ahead of time, and made you think, are they doing a Ferris Bueller sequel? No, yeah. no. It's it was a. Uh, what was it? They did the like, same thing with Je- They did the same thing with Jeff Bridges and the dude. I think it was like two years ago. I don't remember that one. Wait, maybe I do. Vaguely, vaguely remember that. So, yeah. We, but we haven't, you know, real quick, we haven't talked about the villains in this movie. Go it's, off, uh, just go off. I'll, I'll just well, sit here. And, and <laughs> well, we, had, we had Rose McGowan before, you know, she just went after Weinstein and uh, rightfully so, by the way. Um, but just what we're up with her claws. I didn't. <laughs> it, I don't know. I don't know. It just it didn't work at all. And I think at this time too, they were talking. Robert Rodriguez was talking about doing a Red Sonja movie with her as the lead. Um. And then I cannot remember his name, but the villain in this is also the villain in Avatar, which we were talking about earlier. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Uh, Stephen Lang as Kolar Zim. Because yeah. that's not hard to say. The so villain name in, in the original was Thulsa Doom. Like 
pretty like doom. Hey, you know, pretty easy, pretty easy to say. Um, and I hate it. It's, it's one thing that I, I really dislike in, in fantasy set pieces is when weapons are way over the top and they don't need to be like his sword was on the, the spinner and the dual blade. And it's just, it's a little bit too much for me. What do you think of the sand people, not the Tuscan Raiders, but the sand people fight scene? It was interesting. Okay. I mean, it wasn't, that might've been the most interesting thing about the movie, but I just had um, to like, I just, I had to remember it when you said it. It's like, sand, did, oh. Did it, did it crack you up that like his whole army disappeared for the final act that he had, you know, his invading force to where all he had was like a couple priests with him at the end of the movie? Like, uh, like again, like he he just watched this movie. <laughs> well, it's been it's been two weeks. Been two weeks, okay. <laughs> so, and and you know what? It's you you try very hard to forget this film. <laughs> I did. I I I, I, I had sure. to push. I had to push through. I had to push through to finish it. Had, had to had he did this. We did this for you. All right. We did this for you. Right. Now pay us. Now pay us. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask for that. What I'm going to ask for is that you never watch this movie. If it ever comes up in conversation, just say it's horrible. It's not worth your time. Go watch Conan the Barbarian, the original, and Conan the Destroyer. Go watch those movies. Go watch good movies. All yeah. right. Don't this is- don't watch this. This is as much as I absolutely love doing this with you, Daniel. Watching this movie made me completely rethink doing this podcast and thinking, is it worth it? This this, was, it the, the, it? this, this was the point of no return. And now this, that we've we've gone by, by it, we can never stop. Yes. I mean, this this was us crossing the Rubicon. It, we, we've done it now, and nothing can be worse than this. I'm, I'm amazed that we have not just become raging alcoholics and that we're not just drinking now to forget about this film. And the horrible, horrible PTSD that it's going to give us for the rest of our lives. Well, I'm just, I'm just glad I don't have to think about it again. (laughs) Is this, is this the worst movie you've ever seen? Um, I saw Dragon Ball Evolution in theaters. Okay. Um, uh, So is is that the worst movie you've ever seen? It's all, it's always the one that like pops in my head. Um, I I, I will, I've got to say like one, one thing about this is some of the set pieces and the production value of this film pretty good that's about all i'll give it hey you had a cool pirate ship <laughs> yeah and i had i had asked Catherine. i was like were pirates big at this point was it a big like and i was i had to look up like when the pirates of the caribbean movies were coming out yeah I was like this this is part of this but for a long time and also this was what this for me up until I saw Jupiter ascending because Jupiter ascending was one that I literally had to be like, am I, am I seeing this again? Like, do we stop and keep watching? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell that story. I don't know if I've told it on here. Or I'll tell it on another when we eventually get there. But this was, a, this was a movie that I went to the movie theater, watched it. My ex-girlfriend wanted to see it. I had no desire to see it because mm-hmm. I knew how bad it was going to be. And she said, I said, if this movie is bad, you can never pick another movie we see at the movie theater. She said, <laughs> okay. Halfway through the movie, she turns to me and says, 
this movie's really bad. Do you want to leave? I was like, I one, I paid to see this movie because she wanted to see it. <laughs> and then two, I had to stay till the end because I needed as much ammo to throw at this movie for how absolutely horrible it was. And we walked out and I said, I have to watch Conan after this. I, I went and watched the original movie to get the taste out of my mouth from this. And the, I've done that two other times now since then. And it was for the David Harbour Hellboy film and uh, Terminator Genesis, <laughs> however you however you say Genesis. that. Genesis. Genesis. There's a Y. I know, but there's a Y. I know. Y. <laughs> um. So I went and watched Terminator Two after that, but. God, this movie's just so bad. Don't yeah. watch it. it. It has absolutely no redeeming qualities whatsoever. I mean, Batman and Robin has has puns. Hey, there are bad movies that you, you can you watch. You get to see Jason Momoa's butt. Hey, right? I mean, sure. You know gold. what? You know what? <laughs> it's it's 2011 now, but when you're watching this, it's going to be 2022. Uh, you have a phone, and you can literally just say, "Hey." Type it in Jason Momoa's butt, <laughs> and it, will, it can show it to you. You know what? You can you can look up wonderful things on this phone. If you want to see Jason Momoa's butt, do that. I'm sure you could probably just Google, or you know what? I bet you can go on YouTube right now and look up you know the sex scene from this movie if you want to. The Cinemax sex scene, is, as uh, my wonderful co-host called it earlier. That's what it was. That, that it was on. It was on par with that. With it just like starting really out of nowhere and and the, the way it's shot is just like oh yeah this is this is softcore that's what this is and then it's over and then you see jason momo's butt and i like how she just left him it's like <laughs> with that as well it's like hey we just we just boned and now and she's the one who leaves you know usually you know be the dude and especially you know since he's a barbarian and everything and doesn't have just like hey, i'm done leave so it was really bad. It was. So I, 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 let's look at the creative team for this movie. Um, have they done anything else? Oh, well, directed by Marcus Nispel. Never heard of that. Never heard that name. What else has he done before and since? Oh, he is not. He directed a movie called Exeter. E X E T E R in 2015. That was the last thing. He directed. I have no idea. No idea. And Stephen Lang was in that too. So, um, but yeah, uh, before this, he had directed Friday the Thirteenth in two thousand nine. Never saw that. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in two thousand three. Really. And a bunch of music videos before that. So I I enjoyed I enjoyed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake that came out in 2003. But and then you know we got the the Netflix one coming out soon as well. But now this uh this was really bad. Yeah. I'm just going to keep saying it. It's really yeah. really bad. It's no. a D. It's, it gets a D from me. So. I, 
That's a passing grade. That's not D a passing for, grade. D for diploma, man. <laughs> D for diploma. I got a D. It should be D for dog shit. Okay. All right. No, F. Hard F. Zero. Zero. <laughs> zero out of a hundred. There's nothing good about this movie at all. All right. So that's so bad. That that's a D. That's... A D. You give it a D. Seriously? The states. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm. Curious. So what? Does Dragon Ball? Does Dragon Ball, the movie that starts with a D, get get an F from you? Because it's because it's less than. What's worse than this? Name, name a movie other than Dragon Ball that's that's worse than this movie. Uh, you have to fail sometimes. <laughs> this is epic movie, date movie. Those movie. Oh, the, those are parody movies. And are supposed to be bad and are made on the cheap. And I guarantee you those movies at least turned a profit. Okay. Oh my god. Hey, you know what? I've got my co-host crying because he's had to put up with, with my pain right now. Just imagine if we were drinking together right now and how how horrible it'd be. Because I'd probably <laughs> be the one crying out of sadness and anger but I'm able to hold it together. I'm able to hold my emotions together because I'm sober right now, but we'll, we'll, we'll drink together for, on the next episode. We'll, yes. we'll, we'll be in person again. Um, what so, is the next, what is the next episode? The next, the next double feature on catching up with Aaron and Daniel. Uh, we'll oh, shoot. Come on. Ah. Scroll, scroll. Scroll. Is, <laughs> is goon. The hockey comedy, uh, starring that one guy from American Pie. Um, God. Yes, him. And the other one is a movie. I, I, I like both these movies. Uh, You're Next, which is okay. like a survival survival horror. No, it's not really. It's not horror. House Invasion. Okay. I'm, I haven't survival. seen Your Next. I haven't seen Your Next. I watched Goon for the first time in 2020 and absolutely loved it. Uh, quite a few parallels to professional wrestling mm. in that one. Um, looking forward to the next one. Uh, definitely looking forward to getting the taste of uh, of Conan out of my <laughs> mouth and never talking about this movie again. But um, but we, we probably will because when we do the recap episode of 2011, we'll have to talk about the worst thing that we watched for this. And uh, I, I don't I don't see anything really ever surpassing this as far as bad films so I'm, I'm sorry that i made you watch this um we're, we're better for it we, we, <laughs> we're really not we just i mean we have a finite amount of time on this earth and unfortunately that means that i've spent four hours um watching this movie and when i'm being judged at the pearly gates and they ask me why i made my friend Daniel McFadden spent two hours of his existence on this planet watching Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. I'll what, have to answer. <laughs> what if you? What if you? Uh, what if you go to heaven and you, you get in based on what your, your your movie tastes were? Just I'm. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna come down to where this is like a. Um, say giant sin, a mortal sin. <laughs> Is recommending this movie. So people. it says it says here, Mister Mister McFadden, that you watched the Shaggy Dog with Tim Allen in theaters in uh, two thousand five. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. you, maybe hey, it's Tim <laughs> Allen. All right. It's it's a lot better than this. 
and this movie made for children and which by the way i bet that movie turned a profit too. <laughs> so again nothing redeemable about this um thank you all very much for listening to me rant for having to see me make daniel cry on multiple occasions i'm doing my best to make sure that he has a six-pack doing wonderful ab exercises while he's yeah back. yeah um j- just just wait pretty soon you'll be able to type in jason momoa but daniel mcfadden six-pack on the google and uh that's that's where we're gonna be but guys thank you so much for checking right. us out i am aaron cohurst i'm dan mcfadden follow follow go. us on twitter at dan mcfadden yes. At ABC Cohorst or Catching Up 2011 is our show's yes. And then if you want to, I would love to hear what you all thought of Conan if you had to watch it. So you can either tweet at us or you can uh, hit us up on our Gmail account, which is Catching Up Podcast 2011 at gmail.com. Catch, catch Up Podcast. Catch Up Podcast 2011 at gmail.com. Catch Up with a C, not like condiment. <laughs> My new thank, thank you for listening and watching this episode of Catching Up with Aaron and Daniel. Yeah. As we said, next episode is Goon and, and you're, next. you're Next. So, and after that will be our first TV show episode, Person of Interest, which Aaron's only watched two episodes so far. He's got yep. 22 to go. Thank, thank you for, I, I, I made you watch a two hour thing. You're taking away pretty much an entire day of my life for this um, I'm going to say no more network television shows for, for catching up. I'm going to say maybe like 10, 10 to 12 episodes max. So, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Guys, thank you so much. Um, I'm sorry for my rants. I, I hope you found it as entertaining as Daniel. Um, but thank, yes, thank you for listening. And we, we look forward to catching up with you next time. Yeah. Take care. Good news. <laughs> 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 <laughs>